What's going on, Sacktown viewers? I'm Ray. And I'm Jared. Welcome to another episode of that Sacktown podcast. So, happy late Friday, everybody. We got a little playoff special for you guys going on today. So, it's almost the end of the NFL season. It feels like it's gone, it feels like it's gone pretty fast. Yeah. So, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be detailing um, our playoff brackets, essentially, as the standings are right now. Obviously, things can change, but we want how what we think is going to happen because we have a pretty good idea of how things are going to play out over the season. So, as currently stated, the the Bucks at two, Cardinals at three, Cowboys at four, Rams at five, 49ers at six, and then the Washington football team at seven. And then in the AFC, we have the Chiefs one seed, Patriots two seed, Titans three seed, Ravens four seed, fifth seed Chargers, six seed Colts, seven seed Bills. So as things are current, as things are currently constructed, we're going to be giving away our giving away. We're going to be giving our brackets how we th- how we think things are going to play out. Just quick little notes about both conferences. I think that the AFC is definitely more wide open. I think there's more teams that can really compete for a for a Super Bowl run. I think there's every team in the AFC has a really really good chance. You know. Other than the Colts or the only real team that I can really see not making a huge push, given that they're just not the dynamic enough of a team, and I really don't don't trust Carson Wentz, and I've never really seen him. Actually, I've ever seen him in a playoff game, have we? Uh, no, because of injuries. Maybe, yeah. maybe no, I don't think so. To, to my knowledge, no. But you know, also, we've never seen. You know, yeah, so I mean, it's you know, for, for, for what it's worth, it is. But um, other than that, you know, I, I think the NFC is is also quite wide open in the top. Really, I can only really see one of the top three teams winning. Although, again, anything can happen. And as Ray knows, not as with boxing and, and MMA, <laughs> styles make fights. And yes. same thing with football. It's really about who you're playing on what week. You know, these teams can get hurt. Anything can happen in the NFL. So we can't really predict injuries. We're just going to assume the teams, you know, if let's say the Niners are, are really injured right now. And, and actually, as far as, as for our standards, we're actually pretty healthy. But uh, we're not – we are counting injuries. So injuries will be factored, at least into my analysis, as to who's going to win each game. And after we give our little brackets, we're going to be giving a quick little uh, fun present. We're going to be doing our best and worst matchups for the Niners and – in the uh, NFC, and then we'll do it for for the Super Bowl as well. But uh, it, it should be a good one. I, I'm excited to talk about some of these teams. So uh, if you want to add anything, go for it. If not, we can go get right into it. Yeah. Do you also want to include the keys to the games for uh, this uh, this Sunday? Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, we can do that towards the end too. Just to cram it all into one video. Sure. Um, no, you just you you brought up all the points I was going to bring up. The only thing I'll say is cool. All right, so we we can start with the first matchup. So how so how these things work is the two seed will play the seventh seed, the three seed will play the sixth seed, and the four seed will play the uh, fifth seed. So we're gonna start with the obviously since the uh, first round team has a bye, we're not gonna talk about the Chiefs or the Packers just yet. We're gonna talk about the first game. Do you want to start with the NFC? Uh yeah, let's start with the NFC. Sure. So we have. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Rematch so, last season. I believe these teams played one time this season. Oh. I, if I remember correctly, and I think they actually lost the Washington football team. They also played uh, last season in the playoffs. It was a very, very close game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at home. I, you know, for obvious reasons, I'm going to pick them to win the game. I just, it, it's just simply from top to bottom, their roster is better. Better quarterback, better running back, better wide receiver group, better tight end, better offensive line, comparable defensive line. They're just overall, they're, they're a, a better coached team, more talented team, head to toe. They have the GOAT on their team. It's really just a bad, bad, bad matchup for the Washington football team. To really win this game, they're going to have to play a little bit of ball control. They're essentially they're just going to have to punch the Bucks right in the mouth. Yeah. And again, they are capable of doing so. Points and stay on the field long enough to really act. Now, however, I don't think this game will be a blowout. I think that I think the Washington football team is going to be tough enough to keep this game somewhat close. I, I don't foreseeing it being one of those field goal games, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't think the Bucks are just are just going to steamroll them. I think the football team can get some uh, turnovers, and that's really their only saving grace is, is that they cause turnovers early, and, mm-hmm. and they can get ahead. But I disagree. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I only think because Brady is kind of vindictive in a way. He does like revenge one way or another. And even though they won, I don't think he likes the narrative that they almost lost to the Washington football team in the first round of the playoffs last season. Yeah. I think the Bucs actually come out and they just they just hit him hard. Like you said, punch him in the mouth. Uh, the Bucs can do it anyway. They can run now that Leonard Fournette has really evolved into the running back we thought he was going to be at LSU. They can run down Washington's throw. They can pass all over them. Uh, Washington has a pretty good defense, but I think uh, if the Bucks get them early, they're they're just going to keep going. And I I think Brady's going to have some sort of revenge game, even though they won again. So it's not really revenge, but I, I think I think he goes crazy. I don't think it's like a massive blow, but I think they win by uh, at least fifteen points. And you know, I I guess I mean obviously we both agree on the outcome of the game. I just mm-hmm. think it's I don't think it's going to play out quite how, how you think. I I just think that the Bucks are going to. And you know they're they're a um, they're a veteran team, so you know Brady's gonna have his team prepared. Part of me gets gets the uh, idea that they're gonna walk into this game a little bit not unprepared, but overconfident and kind of sluggish. Okay. They they typically di- they did that last year. Mm-hmm. Last year they were hot towards the end, and then they came into the playoffs and they just the first you know they they look sluggish and. Yeah. I think this this Washington football team has the ability to cause turnovers. And Brady has been turning the ball over, not a lot this year, but he's been turning the ball over more than what he usually does. And yeah. I think the, the the Washington football team can actually get some turnovers. And that's mm-hmm. why I said that they, that they can somewhat keep it close. But, I mean, the, the, there, there's no real gripe. I mean, the Bucks should should smash the Washington football team, and we both agree on the outcome. I just think that it's a bad matchup. But I but I, we, we do disagree about how the game's – gonna play out played out yeah so so we got um, the bucks moving forward though is the main so thing. do you want to stick with the uh nfc or, or do you want to go to the uh uh afc two and seven game uh let's keep some continuity let's just okay. stick in the nfc so we have the um 49ers and the cardinals in <laughs> the sixth and third seat now i sound like some homers I so feel like we are here's the thing right i, I i'm gonna try and stay as biased as possible or excuse me, as objective as possible. I, I, I am a homer. I, I am not going to sit here and act like I'm not a huge Niners fan. But as currently I think we win. I think, I think, we win. I think this game, and, and look, and I, 
my prediction is I think I actually have the Niners winning this game. And it's and no, it, it's it, it's partially because I'm a fan, but there's a lot of other factors too. Number mm-hmm. one, I don't so there's a report coming out that, that DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be out for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and will be possibly back for the playoffs. Now, I don't know, you know, again, we have no way of knowing if he's gonna be playing in the first game or not, but assuming that these standings stay the same, we're playing the Cardinals, we're gonna be playing a banged up Cardinals team. Now yes. we are we got our ass kicked by the Cardinals once this year, and I think I, I just have a feeling that, that the Niners would come out with a little bit of, of a different intensity. If mm-hmm. the Niners or if the, if the Cardinals do not have Hopkins for the first game, that makes it a lot easier for corners to not get picked on. Now, mm-hmm. as far as the matchup goes, I think the Cardinals are actually the the best case scenario or the second best case scenario for this team. Yeah, I just we don't really match up that well with given how bad our set our secondary is. But the reason why I have the Niners winning is because number one, I, I don't necessarily know how healthy the Cardinals are gonna be. And I don't know if Tyler Murray is is also still not fully healthy. And I don't mm-hmm. know how he's gonna be walking into the game. I don't yeah. know if he's gonna be if he's gonna be injured or anything like that. Also the Cardinals don't have a home field advantage. I, I don't imagine no that playing in in, yeah. in Arizona is really going to make that much of a difference and also something that this is my biggest factor is that if the 40 there's 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 two big factors why i haven't won this game number one i think that this is a pure coaching mismatch and i don't think that cliff kingsbury is ready to be coaching a playoff game against against a veteran coach like shanahan shanahan's seen seen this team before he's seen cliff kingsbury before he's coached in the playoffs with super bowl before Whatever you want to say about his about his history, he has experience coaching in the playoffs, and this and so I think just from a pure X's and O's perspective, I think the Niners have have the edge. Mm-hmm. The second reason is that I I think that the Niners have the formula to beat a team like the Cardinals. If the 49ers can stick to their formula of running the football, controlling the clock, keeping Kyler Murray off the field, I think we can do a very good job of neutralizing the Cardinals' offense. Furthermore, they don't have JJ Watt, and their and their defense is also pretty banged up as well. Um, so I think that again, th- this is kind of a homer pick, but if there was to be an upset, I think that the more veteran experienced team with the more veteran experienced coach mm-hmm. has the edge. If we lose to the Cardinals, and we all know what the reason why, it'll it'll be our, our secondary, right? Yeah. And Jimmy has to not turn the ball over. Um, other than that, I I, I I think the Niners have the the slight the slight edge over the Cardinals, so it's why I'm taking them to win. Yeah. So again, like I said, we're probably gonna sound like homers, but I also have the 49ers winning this game for a lot of the reasons you do. So let's go back. Obviously, we got killed by the Cardinals with Col- by Colt McCoy, but that was a different Niner team than what we are now. And let's go back to the first game when it was actually Trey Lance starting, right? We were in that game the whole game, and we could have really like maybe not won it, but like there was there was a chance we had chances, right? And that was with Trey Lance, a rookie quarterback, making his first start ever in the league. Um, I just I really like the points you brought up, and those were the points I was going to bring up. Game plan, Cliff Kingsbury. To me, I don't care what his record is. I still think he's an incompetent coach. Yep, has no playoff experience. Nobody on that team, other than DeAndre Hopkins, really has any. And JJ Watt obviously. Has any playoff well, experience? Didn't watch out, so it's relevant. 
Exactly. And DeAndre Hopkins, like you said, it, they said regular season, but still, if you miss the regular season, that's the first playoff game. He's still going to be coming into the game banged up. Um, I just I, th I just think Shanahan can help game plan him. And, and I think yeah. we could come into the playoffs hot, the fact that we even made it there. And I really think out of all the games, this would probably be my biggest upset. Yeah. Um, and I don't think talent-wise, we're that much different no. than the Cardinals. I really don't. Obviously, they have a far more elite quarterback and wide receiver duo. Um, yeah. And then defensively, you know, you have Chandler Jones, you have Buda Baker. But the Niners have some studs, too. Yeah. Um, and that first game, Nick Bosa got to Kyler Murray. This is uh, not a conspiracy theory, but this is, I guess, a conspiracy theory I have. Kyler Murray's injury did not come from the Packers game. I really think it came from the week before when they played the Niners and Nick Bosa sacked him in the fourth quarter. Do you remember that? Um, I off the top of my head, off the top of my head, no. Okay, well, Nick Bosa, he got to Kyler Murray a couple times. Even if it wasn't a sack, he got to him a couple times. And he right. just – he looked pretty banged up towards the end of that game. And so I really think he came into that Packer game injured and just re-aggravated it. And all these analysis want to say, you know, he got injured from the Packers and in that Packers game. But, you know, I think it was that Niners front. I think it was that uh, that front seven that got to him. Um, so, so also something else you also have mm -hmm. to take into account is that – the teams, so the Niner teams that we trotted out against the Cardinals um, in the regular season are not the same teams. We're, we're healthy. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing is we're healthy. And so I don't want to get into this game too much because we have a bunch of other games to cover. But I, mm -hmm. I, I think that I, I think the Cardinals are just one one year too early. Yeah, they're 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 too they're too fresh. They're not experienced, and I've never seen Kyler Murray really prove to me that he's he's that mm -hmm. and you know last last point for what it's worth you can say whatever you want about jimmy but jimmy has playoff experience yeah and we've seen jimmy come up big in play big moments so you know anyways we have we have the miners beating the cardinals as an upset um the last game of the first round uh, we have the uh los angeles rams and the and the dallas cowboys this is a going to be a really good matchup. I think these teams match up really, really, really well. Both mm -hmm. high-powered offenses, quarterbacks that I'm not super, super fond of, mm -hmm. coaches that, you know, I, I, I think that who he is, he, he's something special. <laughs> I like Sean McVay, but yeah. I, I just can't take him. I don't take Sean McVay as seriously as everybody else does. I, I think he's, like, I don't mean, I don't mean to sound sound this way, but I think shit. I can't overlook what Shanahan has done to him, bro. I I'm sorry. I, I can't. I just can't. But um, I think that this game is, it, to me, it, it's quite simple. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think in terms of the matchups and how things are going to play out, they're very, they're very even. Um, in this situation, Dallas is, is going to get the home, home field advantage as if it's going to matter much. I don't think so. Um, mm -hmm. I have the Rams winning this game. Me too. I think, I think a combination of better quarterback play, better coaching, and more, better secondary more, play, a more disciplined football team. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Is the Cowboys are, are are the most are probably if I remember correctly the most penalized team in the NFL, mm -hmm. and I just don't trust that that they're going to be disciplined enough to handle the Rams. Also, the Rams have playmakers on defense the Cowboys just do not have. I'm sorry, Micah Parsons is, is madly overrated. He is not Aaron Donald. 
He is not Jalen Ramsey. He he does not have the same impact that those guys have. So the only the the Achilles heel that the Rams are going to face is their run game is bad. Yeah. If they try to get into a shootout with, with the Cowboys, I I, I actually favor the, the uh, uh, Cowboys in, in that matchup. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm basing it off of the the fact that I, I think the Rams defense will be able to get turnovers, and I think that the Bills will win the turnover battle. And mm-hmm. when it comes down to leading, you know, because game if it comes down to a game where it's you know a two minute drill, I'm taking Stafford and, and McVay yeah. over. Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, and uh, Dak Prescott. You know, I and this is also something that is more of like a psychological thing with the Cowboys. The Cowboys raise expectations and then just drop them. You know, that's so, right. Yeah, right. So yeah, no, I I have the Rams winning this game. I also have the Rams uh, for two two names: Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams. Okay. Uh, I think. Uh, you know, you look at both of them and the strong suits of their offense, obviously, are their their passing game, their receiving core for the Cowboys, and then um, just the receiving core for the Rams as well. And they both have – I would probably put Stafford and Dak probably in the same bracket of quarterbacks. Um, they're, they're good game managers. They could throw a pretty good deep ball, actually a really good deep ball. Um, and so I just I, – it's, it's really evenly matched, but I just like the secondary so much more – for the Rams than I do the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a lot of young talent. Trayvon Diggs, who I think is also very overrated, um, he's still a, a good corner, but he's just not Jalen Ramsey. Anthony no. Brown has, like, the most pass interferences behind probably Josh Norman. Um, and then their safeties, Keanu Neal, Javon Curse, they're good. But uh, I just – I trust that Rams secondary – and then if you ask me 10 times out of 10, who do I think will have a, big, uh, a bigger game uh, on that front seven, Aaron Donald or Michael Parsons, I'm picking Aaron Donald. So I strictly have this be basically being that I trust the Rams defense more. And I also agree with you. I, I don't think people understand how much coaching matters, especially in a playoff scenario. And Mike McCarthy is just an absolute goon. He looks like a, an over, over-fluffed penguin standing <laughs> over there on the sideline. And uh, Sean McVay, as much as he is uh, Shanahan's big Kyle Shanahan's son, yeah, he's he's still a good uh, a good innovator yeah. and a good coach, and he really gets those Rams. They get them going, and the Rams still, just like the Niners, had that bad taste of a Super Bowl loss in their mouth, and so they think this is their year. You know, they traded everybody. Yeah, um, they'll win a game. I don't know how far they get. So, and another rematch from last year, right? The Rams also played the Cowboys last year. Yeah, and I think the the last point I want to hammer in is that this is really a coaching sport. The mm-hmm. Cowboys are not a well coached team. They are a very very talented like team, you know, wise. But I for a team for a team that has a head coach that's supposed to be a veteran head coach, for why they are the most penalized team in the league is beyond me. Uh-huh. And I think that the Rams are gonna are gonna are gonna embarrass their young players in defense. Micah Parsons better wish he wouldn't have said the NFL is easy. He's I, what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that he's gonna get humbled real quick going up against Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, and oh my. Anyway, I, I like Micah Parsons too. I really do. I just hate when people just jock ride players, and you know all these comparisons to Lawrence Taylor. Oh like Bruce God. Arians said, you're comparing a rookie to the gr- the greatest, most dominant player. 
probably ever in the defensive game. player of all time. Yeah, yeah. Even you could even just say in general, he was so dominant for those for those Giants teams. Yeah, you know, I, I, beyond the point. I, we both got the Rams. Uh, not much of a shocker. The Cowboys are just some chokers. Yeah. You know? Anyways, so and Mike McCarthy sucks. We are to move on. So with that being said, we're gonna finish off NFC. So with the current set of rounds game played, we have the Packers as the one seed playing the winner of the two seed, the seven seed, which which is the uh, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, what a hell what a hell of a second round matchup this is. Um, no, 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 no. Yes. The, no, they want to play them. They would yes, play so, the lowest seed, so they would probably be playing the Niners. It'd be Packers, Niners, Rams, but I'm pretty sure. So I'm looking at a at a 2021 NFL playoff bracket scenario, and mm-hmm. it has the first seed uh-huh. playing the winner of the second and the seventh seed. Pretty. I, I think that's only if the seventh seed wins. I mean, you're probably right. You're on the internet, but I always thought it went the highest seed plays the lowest seed. And so currently, as, as it shows on on springnews.com, they have the first seed, the, the first seed playing the winner of the second and the seventh seed. The the third seed and the sixth seed. The the winner of that game plays the winner of the fourth and the fifth seed. Okay. So okay. we'll just operate under under that assumption. Um, so again, that that would that would mean that the uh, that the Packers and the Buccaneers will be playing in the second what round. A game. What this a is game. a really good game. I, I'll definitely be tuning in to watch this game. And, you know, and, and this is a really hard game to, to call. On, on one hand, you have the Packers, whose, whose defense is absolutely phenomenal right now. They're playing great, great defense. You know, mm-hmm. they, have, they have Aaron Rodgers, an absolute playmaker. They got weapons on the outside. They got some real speedsters. You know, and on the Tampa Bay side, you got – Got the greatest quarterback of all time, combined with a stacked roster and a really solid defense. So as far as talent wise goes, this is essentially a wash. Mm-hmm. Um, the X factor for me is is again it's going to be the fact that it's it's going to be played in Green Bay. Now, yeah. I don't have any issues with Tom Brady led teams playing in cold weather. That that doesn't really affect me. And so this game really for me is really really hard to to put my pick onto, mm-hmm. but I can't unsee what Tom Brady has done to to Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and I can't unsee what the Buck as a team have done to Aaron Rodgers as well. And so I really think that the Packers defense gets exposed in this game. I think uh-huh. on the outside, the weapons of of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they'll be getting Antonio Brown back. We're getting Gronk back. Leonard Fournette has emerged. I think their offense is too good. And, and the Packers don't have enough on the offensive side of the football to really compete. And furthermore, I think the, the Bucks can also win the line of scrimmage as well. Mm-hmm. It, my, my, this is a very, very close game. But in, in close games like these, I, I, I just can't not roll with Tom Brady. And I and I don't think the cold weather will be enough of a, of a uh, factor. Mm-hmm. And Last thing is that the kind of the nail in the coffin for me is just the coaching. Matt LaFleur is not a good coach. I'm sorry, he's not a good coach. He's <laughs> he's had the fortune of playing for one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's mm-hmm. always had a talented team. They have a good he has made some very questionable coaching decisions. I don't like the way he coaches. I think he's been gift he essentially just copied Kyle Shanahan's system and it doesn't even work that well. <laughs> it works well. It works well because he has Aaron Rodgers. It's true. He, yeah. he essentially copied Kyle Shanahan's system and it, and it doesn't even work work that well. 
So for me, in a close game, I'm taking the more experienced team. I'm taking the team with more weapons, and I'm taking the Bucks to win. Real quick, did you hear the thing about Mac Jones that he plays? Uh, he played with the wetsuit on when he plays in the snow. The scuba suit. Old, the scuba suit. Yeah. And he got it from Tom Brady. Well, Bill Belichick got it from Brady. I love it. Dude, Brady's such an innovator. Like, I mean, that's not that hard to think of, but it's like I've never heard anything, any other quarterback do that. Yeah. But um, so normally, like, Lambeau's home field advantage, especially winner, is amazing. But like you said, Brady, tuck rule, he's played in massive snow. Like, this is nothing new to him. He's from Boston. Yeah. So – it's a really hard game to predict, but fully healthy. I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, again, I think like vendettas and revenge is something really big in the playoffs and the Packers do. They just, you know, they've just, they've had so many heartbreak losses the last couple of years, like, obviously <laughs> against the Niners where they got absolutely oh ran on. And then last year, um, the Bucks taking it against them in the NFC championship. I just, uh, you know, I, I can't necessarily name any matchups um, that I think will stand out to me. I just think Rodgers has a really good game. And not necessarily that Brady doesn't, but I think Rodgers just does enough to get the win. Um, hopefully, Zadarius Smith will be back for the Packers. Jair Alexander, those are two huge factors. Bakhtiari. What do you think about um, the coach? Coaching, I, I do agree with you. I don't think Matt LaFleur is as bad as the coach as you say, but um, I do agree. You put him anywhere else, he's probably average. a average coach. He just, like you said, you, you, you can get Mike McCarthy Aaron Rodgers and he'll win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you a – I'll give the Packers. So this will be our first game where I think it's, it's going to be different. Um, sorry, I can't stop laughing because I'm thinking about how he said that he caught me. <laughs> he did. He hit Matt LaFleur and Mike LaFleur did. Mike LaFleur brought it to the Jets and look at the Jets. Bro, I think a lot of teams are, are trying to copy Kyle Shanahan's system. It's, it's funny, bro. But, um, yeah, so I'll go with the Packers. Not for any other reason but Rodgers and him wanting revenge. But it's a toss-up. It's a toss up. They're two both uh, quarterback, veteran quarterback-driven teams who know how to win. So we'll see. That, that's a good game, though. Um, I'm definitely liking the, the fact that the Bucs are getting a lot of weapons back. Mm. You, people don't don't people don't don't really realize because this guy is basically uh, turned into a crackhead now, but Antonio Brown is a big factor. <laughs> Antonio Brown is well, – Are they kicking him off the team? What's going on with that? I thought they had to make a decision. No, he was hurt. No, did you not hear what happened? No. He had fake vaccination cards. Yeah, yeah. And so they were they were debating if they wanted to kick him off the team or not. They had like till like this week or something. Well, if Brady wants him, Brady Brady will get That's what I wants. said. Brady wants whatever he wants. He's yeah. <laughs> A fake vaccination. <laughs> like, anyways, the vaccine. So, he paid millions. The next um, set of game, or the next team we have in the NFC is the winner of, of the third and sixth seed, which we deem to be the Niners. That means the Niners will be playing the Rams in the um, in the next round. Delphi Stadium. Man, yeah. what a what what a game, man! What what a playoff a so game. far, dude. It's the it, okay. Look, so here's the, the thing, okay. right? 
I'm so, not going to be biased. I'll take the Rams, but I, I I think the Niners very easily could upset. We have the so, Rams number, but I'm I, okay. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not a believer in the Rams. I I think the forty look. It, I, you can make all this Shanahan Shanahan owns Sean McVay jokes, and the Niners uh-huh. are, are are essentially it's they own the Rams, and it's true. I think the Rams just don't match up well. Nothing that I've seen from these two teams playing indicates mm. to me otherwise that the Niners can't repeat the same formula that they did against the Rams. Yeah, I think that <laughs> if again, Stafford Stafford is massively overrated. I'm sorry, Stafford is not the quarterback they thought. They, they, they gave up three. Was it two or three, or three first round picks again? They gave up two for Stafford and one to get rid of golf. They gave up three first round picks to get Stafford. I'm sorry, Stafford. It's just, it's just not. He's not an elite quarterback. I think he's a very good quarterback. He's better than Jimmy. I'll give him that. <laughs> but looks again. This is just comes down to the coaching. Never in the times that I've watched the Niners and Rams play have I ever thought the Niners have been out talented. They've always been around the same talent level. The only the only thing the Niners don't have is that they don't have an explosive offense. But the yeah. Rams can't run the ball. I'm sorry, the Rams cannot run the ball. They have not found their run game. They're a very pass-heavy, deep-shot team. The Niners can take that away. Jimmy Ward is going to be a huge factor in this game, taking away the a deep shots. I don't think Cooper Cup is going to have a good game if they match up. I, I really think the Niners are going to upset them again. I, I just edge that we have over this team is just too too much of a burden. That and the fact that we're getting healthy at the right time and we're hot, and the Rams stadium does not provide much of a home field advantage. Only I think this celebrity. possibly could be the game where, 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 where Trey Lance gets some snaps. I really can see Trey Lance coming into this game and providing a little bit of a spark on the offense. But assuming that I, I, I'm assuming at this rate we'll have Elijah Mitchell back. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. The run game is going to be a huge factor in this game. I, I think that we're, we're going to take the ball away from the Rams and dictate the game. And so I, I think it is just a pure matchup. Talent-wise, the Rams are a better team. They're not a, they're not a, a more well-coached team. And in terms of the, the matchup that, that's presented, I don't think that they're going to win. I'm sorry. All right, but I'm I'm sorry. I keep laughing because all I can think about is just Mike McCarthy, bro. <laughs> but um, so no, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I as much as I like agree with you, and I could definitely see us do um upsetting them. I think they'll figure it out, and I think they'll actually use their weapons to their advantage, and they'll throw all over us. They'll they'll do these little outplays. They'll run their drags. They'll run they'll run some deep ball plays, and they'll, they'll get open. Um. As much as we do have the psycholo- psychological uh, advantage over them, and uh, as much as we could just run the ball over them, I, I just I can't see them just consistently losing to us. I think, and again, the week the the last week of the season when we play them, that could be a huge factor because I I I can't agree with you. If we beat them that week, then I think they just come into the game kind of like a little bit more timid. But if they win that last week. I don't think they the psychological advantage is there. Um, they they finally got our number. Is what see, they're I, see, saying. I agree, bro. I, I I think the Niners are are somewhat of a sleeping giant. Mm. Whenever the Niners ha- have been challenged and called out, they they respond. Oh. If they lose to the Rams and the last game of the season, I think that might benefit them. Really? 
Yeah, no, I do. I, I, I think it'll benefit the Niners. I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I get your point because I, I, I know you're saying that it's hard for one team to beat another team that many times. Mm-hmm. But dude, it's, it's a, a division game against a team that we've smashed for, for, for so many years. Dude, I, something about the Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford <laughs> thing just rubs me the wrong. I don't think that they're, uh, dude. I just can't see it. I, I, I can't. Hey, I, I agree. I like again. I can definitely see it happening. I obviously I would love for that to happen, but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna disagree with you this time again, and I'm gonna have the Rams for the second time. I'll disagree with you. That's fair. All right. So uh, wrapping up the NFC and the NFC Championship game, I guess we have different different games. So I guess we'll we'll go for it for different reasons. But I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and forty. 40- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds so funny saying. Uh, so in my scenario, if the Niners and the Bucks play, the Niners will get smashed by the Bucks. Straight up, this is my team. I love this team, but th- this is the worst possible matchup. I'm sorry, this is just it's it's, it's just uh-huh. not. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the more experienced team. They're the better coach team. They have the goat on their team. They have Brady their, hates us. Their receivers are going to expose our corners. Josh Thomas is going <laughs> to get his ass kicked against Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Oh my god, that's bad. But no, this is just a this is the worst possible matchup for the Niners to get in my scenario. It's just simply it, it's not a favorable matchup. The the Bucks can also run the ball. The Niners' only hope is to get a turnover or or play keep away. But the Bucks can also play keep away. So mm-hmm. again, I think this is type of game where it's more like a thirty five to like seventeen type of game where the Bucks just control both sides of the of the field. You know, and hey, if the Niners do make the NFC Championship game, I mean, I'll, I'll be pissed off because we didn't make the Super Bowl, but also be, you know, it's it, it, it's a pleasant surprise given how this season has been playing out. Mm. But again, in my scenario, if they if they played the Bucks, I think they get smashed. So I, I, just, I can see the Niners being like kind of like a 2019 Titans, where like you know they were kind of under the radar the whole the whole year, and then they make the NFC well the AFC Championship for the Titans, but. The NFC Championship for the Niners. I like that scenario, and I do agree. I think it wouldn't be much of a game. No. And and Brady, I think he hates the Niners because he grew up a fan, and the fact that he wanted to come to us, and we said no, we're gonna we're gonna choose Jimmy, the guy who was your backup. <laughs> I think he hates us, but um, yeah. So I have <laughs> representing and, the uh, NFC in Super Bowl again. And in my scenario, it will be a rematch of a game this season. The Los Angeles Rams versus the Bucks. I mean, not the Bucks, the Packers. Um, this wouldn't even be a game at all in Lambeau Stadium, snowing. Matthew Stafford would just no. Matthew Stafford crumbles. Even though I have him going this far, he would absolutely crumble under the pressure, under the snow. Rodgers would have a field day, picking apart the Rams defense. Um, and uh, I, I think they could run the ball all over the Rams as well. And I just – I can't see – I just can't see the receivers being that big of a threat. You know, they're used to this cool Cali weather. They got, they got their dome. Try to catch that ball in the snow. Right. I dare you, Cooper Cup. Um, so, I think it would be kind of like your scenario where I don't think it would be that close of a game. Um, and so, yeah, I had the Packers finally getting back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So did you want to so, – so, so I think for the interest of, of um, efficiency to watch, I think that we should split up the um, NFC video and then the AFC video. 
Okay. So we're gonna do guys is we're actually gonna end this is gonna be part one of the uh of the video. So we're gonna we're gonna end this recording. We we, we finished NFC. Uh just quick recap. I have the Bucks representing the NFC and the Super Bowl, and then Ray has the uh Packers. So we're actually gonna we're actually gonna end this part and then go to part two and then we're gonna do the AFC. Cool, cool. All right. Peace out, Tom. Peace out.